You're listening to the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby Campus Community Radio from Simon Fraser University, where we broadcast on the unceded ancestral territory of the Coast Salish peoples. We stream online at cjsf.ca. You can follow us on Facebook, in Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, all those places. Uh, I am Jesse. I'm Jamie. And we are joined in the studio today by Hope. Hello. Yo. Uh, thanks for coming to do this. We're going to play some of your songs. We're okay. going to play some of your favorite local artists. Okay. We're going to talk about all sorts of things. Dope. Uh, and we're going to start with uh, the title track from your upcoming record, okay. Red Man. Okay. Dope. Cool. Uh, here it comes right now on the Vancouver Mixtape. struggle was against the famine. Yet life is not as simple as it was for their ancestors. The Indian must understand the white man's world and live in it. Go nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. 
Redman by Hope off the upcoming record of the same name. Yes. Uh, and we were, as we were watching it, uh, this is the Vancouver Mixtape. Uh, we've got Hope in studio and as we were playing the song for you to listen to, we were watching the music video for uh, that song that yes. uh, you put together with Mama Rukau. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, the, the video itself is, it features a lot of sort of recreations of historic Photos, uh, photos, uh, and you're you're using all sorts of sort of r- real historic uh, clothing yeah. or uh, just various parts of the the sort of production design is all yeah. sort of authentic. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, the um, the resources came together nicely on that one. Um, that blanket is uh, knitted by Deborah Sparrow, and uh, it's actually Coast Salish weaving that's in in that um so you know the staff that i have uh, there's a story behind that too and uh that's uh from my uncle rocky Larock. um it was gifted to my auntie and she brought it along it's actually uh um you know there's a story behind it i don't want to tell it wrong so i'm not really going to tell that part <laughs> of it but there's actually a twisted um root and then at the top is an eagle head that's been carved and then there's sheep's fur that hangs off that and then an eagle claw that comes off the top of that so you can't really see the eagle head covered with the sheep's fur yeah and then the claw coming off the top and then the hat also is from my sister and those are all real things that were made by indigenous people that are coast salish so um i think it was really good to pull that off you know because at some point, I, I was like, I have to make sure that I, we do this properly, you know. It was Mama. Mama was the lead on it. And I just did whatever I could to reach out to my family and say, hey, we need to r- properly represent Coast Salish people on this because we've been given the money and we've been given, you know, the time to do it. So um, it turned out really well. Can you, can you talk a little bit about um, the initial vision that you had from the beginning? Like, what, what kind of... Uh I guess inspired it. Um, you know, Mama Rudgal, if she was here, um, she always, I've been in some interviews with her quite a few. And uh, 
on from her point of view, um, there was in the media. There's a lot of um, uh, people look at as native people as like from the plains or from up north, and that's not really uh, representing Coast Salish culture. Um, and so that's one of the things that we were trying to do is say, look, we're here, and this is uh, totally something that you don't really see. Um, I think for that reason, it was meant to be that way because, um, you know, once the uh, colonization really hit us hard here, the, it, we just tried to hide everything because we weren't allowed to do it. But we still did it on the low, right? We were hiding out in the – and we would get caught and stuff, but we didn't stop. And uh, even stories down from my grandmother to my dad is like uh, he wasn't allowed. You know, she didn't want him to talk his language, but she wanted him to know the culture. And the and the reason that you you start to learn why why is that? And it's because she was scared for him. You know, because because of what happened to her for her speaking her language, right? So yeah, at some point that's you know these these elders and stuff are like, I'm just trying to protect you. I don't want you speaking the language. I don't want you. But, you know, come to the smokehouse and stuff like that. So I think that's uh, where that and, and having a, a smokehouse background where I come from out deep in the reserve, you know, people would ask, what's that like? And I'm like, I can't even explain it. Yeah, because it's something that I even myself, I'm still trying to learn. Um, but it's taken very seriously. They don't mess around. Yeah, well, and, I mean, you talk about you know you 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 know there's a story to the staff, but you don't want to tell it wrong. And yeah. you, throughout throughout your description of the project, it's clear that like that that focus on on telling it right and yeah. giving an authentic portrayal of of what it is to to live the life you've lived. Yeah, um, is is important. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, oh, I had something, but then I went. Give me a second. Yeah, can you can you talk a little bit about why you chose those particular images to recreate in this video? Um, you know what? I wouldn't leave that up to Mama. Um, okay. I don't want to again, but you know, the we did a great. She did a great job on those. You know, it, it's it's really just surfing and looking and being like, look at that picture. You know, who's taking that photo? At that time, those indigenous people weren't the ones taking the photos, right. you know, and so they're real uncomfortable. You can tell that these pictures are like, I don't want to be here. And if you think about that timing, those photos took a long time. Yeah. So they had to sit there and stay still. And, you know, you know, it's it's pretty amazing to think about that. So we, it was good to create that in those moments because we were in we were actually at Hatem, which is uh, Hatsik Rock. So it's a historical site um, about, there's a legend about this rock. And uh, it was going to be, they were going to dynamite it. And uh, spiritual leaders came in and took it over. And uh, they started to find arrowheads. And so we actually got access to this spot. um, Mainly because it was easy to get because my reserve helps run it. So that was the thing that we got to do. As soon as we went out there, they're like, oh, you're... You're from that reserve? Okay, well, I, I really can't even say anything because you, you have access to it. So just right. come get the keys. So it's like, oh, my God, we're let's do this. Because um, for one, to get in there is is a little bit hard. Probably, you know, because you're trying to deal. I know these are my family members that I'm <laughs> calling on the phone. I'm yeah. like, yo, cuz, what's up, man? <laughs> you know, and, and that's exactly what happened. I was like, oh, you're trying to get into Hats of Rock? Yeah, we'll get you in there, no problem. Um, and then for two, you know, it's... 
it's like a smokehouse in there. And uh, it is a smokehouse. But uh, in, when you get into the smokehouse, you can't really just go. We couldn't do that in a regular smokehouse. Like, you can't just walk in. It's family-owned. And as soon as you get there, you're going to be greeted. And they're going to question you, you know, like, what's uh, making sure that you're in the right mind state. But also they would be like, no, you can't film here. Yeah, that's not what it's for. That's, that's not what it's for. Yeah. There's, there's spirits here. There's things that are going on. So to be able to get that setting was really nice because even my auntie came through and she was like, yo, this is like, even though you guys are in a non-smokehouse setting, this is still a smokehouse. They did bring dancers and stuff there. So, you know, it was nice to be able to get access to something like that without having it um, be something, you know, so so controlled. Yeah. And uh, we, we weren't disrespectful at all. And, and I mean, like... That having that kind of approval sounds like it's extremely rare. Yeah, and it's like yeah. I don't know having having being able to showcase something that is I don't know, pretty powerful and yeah. being able to do that properly is yeah. a pretty big deal. Yeah, and I, 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 it's something that people would be remiss for not paying attention to while watching the yeah, video. Yeah, right? definitely, and it's. Uh, I mean, that's for us. That's like it fulfilled us huge on our on our end. So we're happy with the video, no matter what, no matter what people think or say. The process was great, you know, getting into that with the with the costumes, and uh, I was a little scared, you know, because you're like, man, I don't really. We we usually have a team of people that do these videos, but it's us, me and Mama. I get the equipment do the scheduling contracts uh food catering um you know real diy yeah it's yeah you get there and it's like oh man this is you know by the end of the day we're sitting at 18 hours of shoot travel we got the little one with us so she's tired you know but uh we do well we do really good you know there's family there for us and i think it it all sort of ties together and like there's this this through line um that it's like sort of the the importance of like you being able as an indigenous person to speak about indigeneity yeah um and provide these representations and well portrayals of what life is that only you could have made yeah for sure yeah yeah it's something that uh i mean salish i always say this all the time but you know i have moments and i'm like yo there's certain places where there's no representation of Salish people. And so I always try and remind people, like, yo, you're on Salish land, man. Like, this yeah. is from here to Seattle all the way down. They put the borders through. I got family in Seattle down that way, Washington, that are, like, real close. But they're American, yeah. and I don't see them ever. And then you hear about them, you're like, ah, oh, there was no border, right? So they came through, they just split the families. Yeah, it's just that. an arbitrary line. There. Yeah, <laughs> so same with the Blackfoot territory. You know, that goes all the way down, too. So mm-hmm. they have, you know, once you get there, it's it's a little different. It's a whole different uh, mapping, you know. Um, so, you know, but I guess all our people, we're from, from Stolen Nation. So river people, Stalo means river. So Stalo river people. Um, and raised on salmon. And then you go down where my other family grew up, and it was all oysters and clams. So they would bring it up for us here. Yeah. In the back of the tri- the back of the car on a huge thing of ice, 
and Uncle would show up and just like, yo, we got clams and oysters now. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Caught yeah. that day. Yeah. Um, and the stories of him going through the borders with that and then finding that and they you know his argument was like i'm going to my family right now so there's nothing yeah Yeah. what are you gonna do about this i'm going you know or you can try and get rid of all this ice and this fish right now you want to store all this in the room they're like well what do we do yeah just go through yeah you know so interesting interesting upbringings coming to the reserve um, we should uh, we should get to a tr- another track. Okay. Uh, is there a song of yours you want to throw to, or something by a friend? We could play. Um, a, um, you know, yeah. Uh, you know what? Can we play um, "Expire" by Dac One? Uh, almost certainly. Let me just pull it up. Yeah. Uh, D A K. Yeah. Yeah. Expire. D A K K. D A K K. Pull it up. On. Got it. Yeah, this this is shout out to Dak if he's listening to this, Dakota man. This is one of those that I've been listening to lately. He actually came and actually this is interesting. I don't. This isn't why I decided to choose this track, but he recorded it at our studio. Oh, cool. And I have I forget about stuff like that because it was my my lady who recorded them, and it's uh it's a great track. You know, it's one of those ones that I'm like, yeah. This, so this is one of the ones I've been bumping a lot lately. All right, uh, expire by Daquan on the Vancouver mixtape. You don't, you don't know who you've been messing with. I'm the man in everything I do legit. Even in my darkest times, I never quit. Even when I trip, I got a level head. I went to the darkest corner, came back with the devil's head. They've been trying to take my rights away. You don't say. We've been out here fighting snakes to this day. This card here, it don't expire. You've been tripping, getting high. You think that you can take this all away to this day? They've been tripping to this day. Who are, who are you? Don't tell me. I don't wanna know. They've been doing talking, but no working. Yet they wanna blow. Young Geronimo. My dad said, Sorry, you're on your own. Guess I get to rapping. Yeah, they wanna show. Never took no shortcuts. Yeah, I always took the longest road. They asked me where I'm from. Take a look at my tattoo. From the dirt, I done grown. I did things I had to do. Against me, hack the 
the system Now you can't convince me that my card expired Don't know why, but I made it through the fire To this day, yeah, I know they tripping I put the real into my verses Cause I know they'll listen You don't, you don't know who you been messing with I'm the man in everything I do legit Even in my darkest times I never quit Even when I trip I got a level head I went to the darkest corner Came back with the devil's head Trying to take my rights away, you don't say We've been out here fighting snakes to this day This card here, it don't expire You've been tripping, getting high If you think that you can take this all away To this day, they've been tripping to this day Expire by uh, Daquan on the Vancouver Mixtape uh, A recommendation from Hope, who is here in the studio with us Hello again Yo, what's up? Uh, not much. You're you're here. Uh, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but uh, one of the things is to promote your new album that's yes, coming out. Yes, Red Man. Red Man. Um, just finishing up the final things today. Actually, mm-hmm. and sent it off. Um, get that ready to go. So we're excited. Yeah. You know, um, I I think I've I was explaining this before. I I never done an album that was indigenous based. Mm-hmm. I, I was one of the guys that grew up um, not really thinking about my native culture, you know? So uh, I moved to New York for three years. And in that three years, um, just getting taken for Mexican, getting taken for different, you know, people were like, You're na- I, I've never met it. You guys, they started to question me yeah. in, in New York and be like, I never met a native person. Like I totally thought you guys were. That was it. There was no more. Right. I've had that. I've had. Um, really. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. And I've had. Um, are you guys like fenced off? And I was like, no, like not like that. And they're like, yo, I've I've totally heard. Like I totally thought it was like a fenced off area where you can't leave. And that's interesting because it used to be like that. Yeah. Right. You had to have a pass to leave the reserve, and it was. Um. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, I mean, like, there's none of that in, or like, you're not taught any of that at school, yeah. in public school here, yeah. and I'm, I can only imagine that in the states it's even even more so. Right? Yeah, but for all sure, all over the place, definitely. Um, my sister is a professor here, actually, oh, yeah. at SFU. Yes, yeah. she's uh, she um, business and economics. Um, she took in New Zealand, and. Um, so now she's she's come a long way but one of the stories that she had was she was with professors from from all you know she was telling me it was like somebody from France and so you know people from all over the world and then when they started to learn about it they were like how come I've never heard about this yeah and, I, they, and they were like you know I, and they were that high yeah they were they've been through all this and they're like I've never heard of this before and so my sister was like oh there's something you gotta know here and so she you know Again, I don't want to tell the story wrong, but she she uh, told me that she informed them, and they were like, you know, but she was surprised to be up there and be like, yeah, these they don't even know. But uh, recently, I work in a restaurant, and I've had people come up to me and say, because I don't, I'm the only native person in my restaurant, right. you know, 250 staff. Wow. The one native guy. Uh, there was another native guy who was like my family too. You know, you come across each other and it's like, yo, fam, your cousin, right? Musqueam Reserve. <laughs> Definitely fam, right? So um, he was fam. He's now gone. And uh, 
yeah, I've had young guys come up to me and someone else came up to me and they were like, you know, I, I, one person was like, I used to be really racist and I didn't know it. And uh, I've learned that it's, it's not good to be like that. I didn't know it was like that. I judged these people without knowing. And uh, another person came up to me and was like, man, I just learned about your people. And this was a young kid. And I was blown away because he was like, man, I heard about everything and I'm, I'm like blown away by it. And I'm like, holy crap, this is a young kid. To me, it was pretty, that just shows that it's being taught in schools. Yeah, how much finally. how much more it is coming, it is being brought yeah, to light. Definitely, yeah. So uh, it's good to see. I think, I think that, that sort of like, oh, I didn't, I did I used to be really racist and I didn't realize like yeah. that, that sentiment or that, that general like manifestation of systemic r- racism is yeah. is very widespread yeah. and like a lot of people don't even really think like they don't realize yeah um, it, and that that like the necessary unlearning for that is like a, a lot of work that a lot of people i guess have a hard time really committing to or don't they don't realize like how much how ingrained some of that is yeah, right yeah um, you'd mentioned when, uh, when you're talking about when you went to New York, yeah. um, you had said before that, that you hadn't really like thought or like really considered, uh, being native and like, what that meant. Yeah. Oh, at what point did you start really like looking into your background and, uh, I guess your, your personal history? Um, you know, it's been since I stopped drinking yeah, and I've stopped drinking about three years now mm-hmm. uh, it was a long time of I, you know I was functioning alcoholic as you would call it because I would work I was fine I, you know but I was young just partied I was a bartender for eight years yeah. so that was easy and I, it was uh, it's it almost was, part of the job yeah and it was a nightclub at the time mm-hmm. so you know there till three four in the morning um, but you, you know I started to Really, you, my rhyme partner, Doobie, he quit drinking, too, a year before me. And it was, um, once you stop, you start to really look back at everything, and, you you know, your mind gets clear. And with that stopping drinking, part of that was because of my stomach. And so you also start to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And so the combination of not drinking and taking vitamins and eating healthy, taking care of your body and your yeah, mind, you really start to, or you're able to think about these things and start to deal with them, you know, and it gets, it's hard, you know, cause it's like, wow, I, I didn't know I was like this. I was just like drinking it, you know, not thinking about it, yeah, just shelving it. So it's, uh, you know, and then that's like we're kind of this this Red Man album is that for me yeah. because you know not being too you know we can't talk too much about the smokehouse and stuff like that. I don't like to. I mean, we could, but I don't like to because I don't know too much about it. Right. And if I did get into that, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, you know, I would be doing other things. You you learn to become like a true you know no sugar, no salt stuff like that make your own clothes and stuff like that so there's a, a level of commitment to yeah there's like, a huge yeah. level yeah and um so yeah it's red man is part of that looking at uh everything the trauma i think is the only thing you can really look at 
because mm-hmm. it, it's so much it's even you know m- my dad and my mom successful you know did did well and I'm, I'm not going to say too much about them but uh you look back and you're like okay i see it i see it i see that uh we've been scarred generation after generation so it uh my and my sister we we talk a lot so we're the first generation that's not in direct contact with generation or residential schools right so my aunties and uncles have stories of it knowing about it you know um we don't have that contact that direct contact so the pain isn't as strong so we're able to be like yo hey sort of grapple with it a little bit yeah so um that's what root gang does because constantly making sure that people know who we are yeah as especially as indigenous people it's really grown huge into indigenous influence and art and stuff like that and uh I, I think, like, you can see a heavy Indigenous influence, especially in, like, localized hip-hop. Yeah. Like, I think uh, Indigenous hip-hop is really carrying that scene yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like a, I guess, it's interpreting it through the vein of pop music is a more superficial way of looking at it. Yeah. But, like, that's definitely popularizing it in a mainstream yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, and I, I think a lot of that too is like there are like substantial, meaningful stories that are being told through hip hop. That, yeah. that I think more people are like really want to let into their consumption. Yeah, well, I don't know, what's your what's your take on that? Because like the the hip hop scene, like you can even argue across Canada, is like really strong yeah. um and I don't know, more so than many other scenes yeah um how have you interpreted uh, the rise of indigenous influence in in hip-hop um you know it's it's great to see i think i was with mama and shout out to snotty nose res kids i was i had a moment when i was like yo yo mama she's like what and i'm like no matter what happens, I love the snotty nose res kids stuff. You have to, yeah, uh, yeah, as an indigenous person, like you can't not yeah. because you listen to it and you're like, okay, you know, like they really they're saying it, they're saying the things that we're thinking, right? They're being honest. They're being honest, and uh, it's uh, it's it's good to see because we don't as indigenous people we don't interact as much especially when you grow up in the small reserves i mean i used to when we grew up we were pretty bad so we used to fight all the time and it got really bad serious like it got real serious with like weapons and stuff like that and then you find out that these are your cousins right so um to get out of that scene and to see indigenous people at the beginning and we were drinking you know it was uh tough to like because we're like yeah i don't i grew up not trusting the reserve right next door right like right and those the right next door and it's like a small place so um when we first got on the scene indigenous people we would 
we you know we'd always hold each other up but you're kind of right. kind of like and, and you feel that from the other artists too it's like i'm not gonna i don't let you in my circle man like i went through right. so much in in my own hometown to get here and you meet some other random uh indigenous person and you don't know you know like what's up yeah and um so it, it you know there's been times i think Ma bounce I met, I met, I met, and then I met him again, and I was like, one of them, and I was like, "Yo, what's up?" And he was like, "We met," and I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> In that moment, and then Snotty knows too. They did, we did a show with them, and then later on, I'm like. Oh, the, I oh, met those guys. guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. in the moment, it was just like you know. At that time that I met Snotty Nose, we were doing shows, and we would bring sometimes thirty, forty people. You know, so and merchandise. So it was like show days, party buses, patties. Just get them a Red Bull and just let them be, man. Support them whenever you can, because you know, at the head of status crew, Doobie was there too. But you know, there was so much stuff that I had to organize here and there. Mm-hmm. And and Doobie, you know, Doobie did a lot too. But Doobie knows. Doobie used to be like, man, Patty on a show day back in the day was like intense very intense you know because we were opening up for we opened up for bone thugs and harmony wow. um mad child uh way he pops in um bunch of bunch of shows you, you know, know high, high stakes yeah high stakes so yeah. we're there and it's it's like big big shows um i think we we fast tracked a lot of people don't know this but we automatically all of a sudden just did a track with prev from swollen members mm-hmm. And um, once that happened, sort of like steps you up. Well, yeah. I mean, what really happened was we were doing these shows and uh, we were, you know, pulling 30, 40 heads here and there and then party buses. And then we did this track with Prev and we started showing up all the time with the headliners with Prev. He'd be headlining and we'd get off the bus and he would be coming and they the, the promoters would be like, what? what is this <laughs> you guys are on like in a couple minutes but you brought the headliner with you like how do we treat you yeah because you know you got the party bus you got tons of people you got merchandise everywhere and then you're and then there was a couple times you know we rolled with Kiprios and you know in our earlier days we had Rob the Viking DJ a couple of our sets and that was solely homie yeah. you know we were at the show and he's there and we're in the back and I'm like they're like yo ask ask Rob if he wants to do your set and here I am like dude I grew up listening <laughs> to these guys I'm like, yeah. oh e- even still trying to um, get wrap my head around working with Prev yeah you know and then all of a sudden now we got Prev there doing a song with us and Rob the Vikings doing our set the the crowd was just like who are these guys yeah why I don't get it um. And that happened quite a bit, you know. There was a couple times we were just on the party bus, and we just like, you know, there was just people would show up, and it was Rob, uh, Kiprios, Prev, you know, and there was a couple other times, but um, in the we came out strong in the end, and so now this like back to that question there, Red Man, you know, that's where we're at right now. Is really just we don't drink anymore, we don't party. This circle is small. We're not rolling with 30, 40 heads. You know, because it's, we're, we got so much to do already. Like, yeah. I can't, I'm more calm at a show now, which yeah. is great because I don't have to worry about that. 
the party and all that stuff. You just go backstage, green room, some food. Do you need some water? Chill out, blaze. That's it. Focus on your craft. Yeah. So the shows are better. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we're, we got hope here on the Vancouver mixtape. Uh, promoting the new album Red Man, which comes out Friday, I believe, right? The 20th, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that is the 28th? 27th. 27th? Yeah. Getting all the details wrong. Yeah, it's uh, okay. No worries. I didn't fill you in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, let's get to another song from that album. I have uh, 100 million pulled yes. up here. Yes. All right. And uh, do you want to introduce this one at all, or do you want to talk about it afterwards? Um, yeah, this is 100 million. Uh, this is from Red Man, the album. Uh, there's only two tracks that you can listen to right now, and this is one of them. The first one's Red Man. Um, and then we have 100 million here over 500 years. Let's go. We stand with Wet to Wet, and then we stand with Uno Stoughton. It's fucked up what they did. Root Gang's with you. Million. Tell me how you feeling with the headdress on and the Holocaust singing. I've been living in a colonized world because the color of my skin has red all in it. Listen, you can either drum, go bang, I'ma get them. This is Canada, man. I'm offended that you don't get it. But I get it. You don't really know better. 100 million over 500 years. This is a reason I rap with the rage. The reservation bringing all my tears. This is a place that I hope he can change. Homie hung himself only after that girl was buried. My life is full of that fentanyl and all the fundamentals. I'm in the headspace now that'll make you mental. Alcoholism, just swallow my cousin. Just roll with the punches and act like it's nothing. This is the basics of being a native. Cause racism came in defeat of my nation. Your mockeries, you better stop with these. This is my culture, you vulture, you fake. You mock me and you will not succeed this is the reason i cannot relate i cannot relate because you have so much hate in your heart for innate but a snap on a snake as you slither i'd rather be living and giving the rhythm a shake 100 million over 500 years this is the reason i rap with the rage the reservation bringing all my tears this is a place that i hope he can change i'm a sailor's man as y'all take my land to have the right to stand here raise my hands i hear ocm and then the ocean slams against a stolen land of where the hope began wet to wet and woe stand Rock, whoa, 100 million, yo, 500 years, whoa, y'all like to hate us, you don't know what we're made of, I'm that hope, I'm that native, I'm that hope, I'm that native, I said y'all love to hate us, you don't know what we're made of, I'm that hope, I'm that native, I'm that hope, I'm that native, I don't know, to all my people, I don't know, to all my people, I don't know. To all my people, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. This shit's real fucked up. In it. We in it. <laughs> Back on the Vancouver mixtape, uh, 100 million by Hope from the new record, Red Man. Uh, on CJSF 90.1 FM Burnaby. Uh, yeah, we're here. Welcome back. Yo. Um, oh, no. It, it, had it, lost it again. You had it and lost it again. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to ask you is uh, we, we got, we went into a different direction afterwards, so we'll have to just cycle back for a sec. But yeah. have, um, uh, have, 
any of the members of your family heard any of the record yet, aside from those two songs? Um, no. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Not really. I don't really... Uh, my family's mostly out on the reserve. Yeah. Or working, you know, busy. So, uh, yeah, this is... It, it's great, because we're at that point where I think a lot of people back home were really excited to hear what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I have done, you know, I released Handlebars in 2015 mm -hmm. uh, that featured some good stuff on there. You know, I'd had a track from Paranoid Productions, um, really that Here to Stay. Yeah. That was a banger. Yeah. Um, and then I also did a track with Rob the Viking. Um, he made, you know, got a beat from him. Did the, did the, no, no one really knows. These are things, we do these things and they don't get a huge move, movement. So we just leave. We're just like, whatever. It's all good. But people will go back. Totally. You know, because the quality we concentrate on, we know that it's good when we do these certain songs because people are like, wow. But as an artist, you start to get into the PR and stuff like that. Oh, so much of it, of, of totally. like whether a song hits or not, is yeah. completely immaterialized to the quality of the song. Yeah. Right? Like it just has to do with like the right the right promotion, the right X, Y, Z, and then just luck, blind yeah, luck. Totally. Half yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this this album, um, yeah, it's it's a mystery to a lot of people. But uh, here's here's another thing about this album is that it's the first album that I've had complete control over as far as being creative with it. Um, the other albums, you know, you spend, you get studio time and you're working with an engineer and you're brushed and you got so much time. This is hourly. I gotta get this done. And then you're like, Hey, it's getting late. Make some compromises on the takes. Yeah. And, and then you're like, shoot, man, I should have done this. It sounds great. But this one, you know, Redman, Redman, I recorded Redman probably six times. Yeah. And I'm talking fully recorded the song. Bee Gees, dubs, ad libs, all that. And then Mama would come in, and I'm like, "Scrap! I'm starting." No, <laughs> and I'm talking days. I put days in. Yeah. She would be like, "You are insane," and do it again. And then I would be like, I'm "Starting again." <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Yeah. I did that. It stresses me out just hearing you say that. <laughs> no, no, it totally. And then you know, um, then you learn like. I'm just doing, I'm a red man hidden for the res man, da -da 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 -da. and then you learn, like, well, no, I'll do it in sections. I'm a red man hidden for the native got creative, you know, because yeah. then you're coming in on some different character. Punching in. Punching in, right? Yeah. So that's where I learned, like, it, I don't care anymore if it's, you know, as rappers, where it was like one take, and then you're trying to <laughs> brag about that. Yeah. Well, and nobody cares about that. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Like, there's there's the idea, if you take it to, like, a, a, a band setting, like, most people, when they record an album now, are not recording, like, live from the floor one take. Yeah. Right? They're punching in all the instruments yeah. and all the vocals and everything. And, like, it allows you so much more creative freedom to, like you said, like, bring in different intonations, different, yeah. like, come in at, at, at different angles. So yeah. Be, you know, be boring. Yeah. You know, and that's what I really concentrated on. So Redman was the beginning of something of insanity. Because <laughs> it was, it was like that 100 million. Just, you know, that was quick, bang it out, angry. Yeah. 100 million, tell me how you're feeling. It came out easy. Redman came out a little, you know, a little harder. But once you get in recording, I'm like, I recorded it six times. It's, yeah. it's, it's incredible that I'm able to do that. Mm -hmm. I have that time. 
And then there's that also three tracks from the album that I didn't write. So people would be amazed to hear these certain songs and wonder what's going on, you know? So, um, but the, to me, it's great. I didn't write it. So, but they're not, they don't know that. But if you were to hear these songs, you would, you would never think that I didn't write it. Right. You're like, there's no way you didn't write that. And I'm like, I didn't, I sat there and I built the melody, put the beat on, jump in the booth. It's playing. All I see, yeah, figure it out. And it just sort of comes. Yeah. And you know, I'd say there was days I sat there for 13 hours the next day, 12 and then the next day, eight, one song. And I was like, again, mama was like, I, I what are you doing? <laughs> You're sitting in here like day after day, 13 hours one day straight. Not. What are you doing that? Are you just like listening to that beat over and over again, trying to figure out what you're going to say before you say it? Um, well, no. Yeah, kind of. But it's just get in there and kind of freestyle with it. Right. Figure it out. What sounds good? Go back. Garbage. Erase it. <laughs> go back in. Boom. And then it was like eventually um, I found my tone. I found like... I need to not just be this like one of a kind of can't you know da 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 you know regular you're just like nah I gotta be all I see is evil you you know now you're like okay there's something there so there's uh, certain tracks that I did like that so with that in mind um, do you you kind of run the risk almost of like never being satisfied with that because because you're just like that was cool and I'm getting somewhere but like can I do it better yeah. at what point do you do you record one of those type of songs and then you, you know the real you know. like you know that that's the one like what does that feel like what does that sound like to you um, I went through those three songs of not writing hours and hours of just in my head I actually did another song too exercises I'm really exercising my rap game I did another song where I didn't write it but I wrote it in my head on in a certain, and I recited it. And Mama came in, and I was like, "I can't talk to you right now. I'm trying to get this <laughs> song." And I recorded it on the spot. So I constantly exercising. Right. But this, I just, you know, once you do these three, four songs like that, it just creates this the exercise in the mind. And it, you know, I just did this song, and I had to rush it, but it was super easy to create something that I know people will like. Because I was like, now I'm writing, and I it's a, a lot easier, you know. It comes, it's like really quick. Okay, come up with this tone here, that tone there. Boom! Oh, that beat changes there. Boom! You become really quick with uh, the changes that you need to do while also still being interesting and not not boring. You know, sounding like the same hope that was on the last album. Yeah. You know, and uh, getting better with with anything that we do with. Uh, the the speed of it down to like can we sing now you know yeah and especially having mama there the influence is crazy so yeah, yeah. well we've talked about mama a few times yes uh, should we play one of her tracks yes let's do it uh is there one uh you are particularly fond of soft but i mean though soft but i mean though cool yes. let's do it yeah. uh this is off the mrg ep from a couple years ago uh soft but i mean though by mama rugal Na 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 na. Yeah. I'm standing in a barrel. 
Soft, what I mean, though, by Mamaru Gal. Here on the Vancouver mixtape, we've got Hope in studio. Yo, yo, um, your album release show is coming up real quick on Saturday, the twenty seventh, yeah. at the Pace. At the Pace, uh, it looks like a, a great show. Yes, um, DJ Cookham going to be in the house. DJ Double G, um, Doobie 
is going to be performing. Um, Mama Rudgal, myself, we're keeping it tight. Yeah. Um, there's some. There's a silent auction. We got some Section Thirty Five stuff. We got some stuff from K Hamilton Glass, which is an indigenous glass blower. He's my cousin. Um, is there a live painting? There's happening? a live painting by Casey Hall. Um, Rude Gang Entertainment also has a package that they're giving away in the silent auction. Um, you know, it's going to be, I'm not sure Mama has it all laid out, but it's, you know, multimedia stuff. So Swag. Yeah, swag. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited for that. Um, 520, Ale- 520 Alexander Street. Um the pace have you played at the pace before i have yeah it's a nice place yes we did the defenders dance and that was crazy yeah it was packed it was awesome and that was a big night you know snotty nose it was in big indigenous night um do you guys know what that was no uh defenders dance so it was a fundraiser for Wet'suwet'en. right of course okay yeah, yeah, yeah so at the and at that time it was right around that time so the place was packed um that's one thing that we're doing. I did a show at the Avant Garden. Yeah. And that was the night before. And so I was at the Avant Garden, a little tiny hole tiny, in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went to the Pace, and it was packed. And I was like, I don't know. Every time I go to a show, I have no idea what's going different. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? <laughs> the Avant Garden, you think, is huge. You're like, oh, is it going to be like a big venue? And I get yeah. there, and I'm like, I can't even like. like, like I think maybe 15 10. people could come if they tried. They tried, <laughs> and they're down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. I mean that's kind of kind of the way of the Vancouver music scene though it's yeah. you know every venue is for as long as it lasts a little bit of a different size and different yeah. shape and yeah. different crowd play where you can right yeah for sure uh, we are getting right towards the end of the show so um, is there anything else you want people to know about the record or about yourself or about the show on Saturday yeah um, you know I hope everybody uh, is having a good night um, please uh, check out Root Gang Entertainment. Check out Hope. You can find me at, at Hope SKS Instagram. Um, we're doing lots of big things right now. So, you know, check out Redman. Um, come to the Pace, uh, a celebration of Indigenous excellence. You know, Redman. So that's what we're doing. It's actually all about. We It's an album release, but we made sure that it was more about being Indigenous. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than just the the record coming out. Yeah, um, Mr. Bannock supplied ba- is going to be supplying Bannock, so free Bannock. Oh, I don't need any other reason to come right. Out yeah, Spirit Bear Coffee is supplying coffee. You know, sponsored us, so everything about it is indigenous, and we love that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, we're going to have an elders section for elders to chill out, make sure that they're all taken care of. You know. That is is one side of um, sort of like all ages shows and venues that is often forgotten. Is yeah. like a lot of people often think all ages means like kids can come and stuff, yeah. but it's also you got you got to think about anyone of any age who might totally, want to attend. Yeah, totally, yeah, and and you got to make sure that those people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I was just talking to Mama today. We're probably going to get some blankets that we can give away because that's our Coast Salish. We have to do that. Yeah, you know, these people that are helping us out. We have our uh, our our resources, so we have to make sure that we spread the love for our potlatch. I mean, I think the commitment to like doing it doing it right, yeah, is like pretty admirable. Yeah, 
It's, sure. it's super important. I'm sure it's bound to be like a phenomenal evening. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. You know, Mama's putting a lot of work. We both are, but uh, she's put in the most work. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, hope. Thank you for coming on to the mixtape. Oh, thank you for uh, having me. Coming and doing this. Uh, great to have you on the show. Yeah. And uh, the new album's out on. Is it out on Saturday or on Friday? Saturday. Saturday as Saturday. well. Saturday. Cool. Also check out Doobie. Onada and Mama Rudgal. That's Rude Gang Entertainment right there. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.